Thank you for listening to Enable This Week. If you use Apple products, you probably know about Siri. She is what's called a voice assistant, or sometimes a virtual assistant, and she lives within your iPhone, your iPad, your Mac computer, and even in your Apple Watch. You can ask her a question, and she'll give you an answer. Um, maybe. I found an article I'll share with you about how Siri can help you with your iPhone if you are blind or visually impaired. The commands might work on other Apple products. You'll have to try them out. Meantime, let's have some fun with Siri. I'll read the article and I will use my own iPhone to give you some examples along the way. The article is titled 10 Siri Voice Commands for iPhone for the Blind and Visually Impaired. It was written by Joe Leo. And information came from iPhone Life magazine. Their website is www.iphonelife.com. Now, I'll tell you a little bit about the author first. Joe Leo has been writing about Apple technology since 2006. As a contributor to iPhone Life, he primarily writes content geared toward people who are visually impaired and their iPhone users. He is totally blind himself after use, losing his eyesight in July of 2013 from health complications. He also writes for the website called Mac Prices and has previously written for this site called Low End Mac. So back to the article now, 10 Siri voice commands for iPhone for the visually impaired and the blind. Ever since Apple's Virtual Assistant Siri debuted with the release of the iPhone 4S and the operating system iOS 5, this was in 2011, using our cell phones has become quicker and easier. So why are you still navigating your device with taps, swipes, and gestures when you could be using Siri? Whether you are a seasoned or rookie iPhone user, Siri will allow you to take control of your device, save time, and be more productive. As a blind iPhone user myself, I have found the following Siri commands to be helpful in allowing me to take advantage of technology and use my iPhone more easily. However, these tips are appropriate for sighted people too. These tips have been tested with iOS 12 on the iPhone. If you haven't already updated your operating system, go ahead, take care of that now. These Siri commands are not to be confused with the new Siri shortcuts feature, and they will work for other iOS devices such as iPad or iPod Touch. The first tip, getting started with Siri. Before you can start using your virtual assistant, the first step is to make sure that you've enabled Siri on your device. Go to your Settings app, tap on Siri, and search. Under the Ask Siri heading, the first option is Listen for Hey Siri. Toggle this on to enable hands-free use of your digital assistant. If this is your first time using this feature, you will be prompted to record your voice so that Siri will recognize you when you speak. Next, toggle on Press Home for Siri for the iPhone 8 and earlier, or you can toggle on Press Side button for Siri on the iPhone X or later. And then finally, toggle on Allow Siri when locked. 
So once again, you toggle on Listen for Hey Siri, you toggle on Press the Side button for Siri, and you toggle on Allow Siri When Locked, those three things to get started. Now to use Siri for the following tips, you must have a cellular or Wi-Fi connection. Siri will not work without a direct connection to the Internet. The Always on Hey Siri prompt works for the iPhone 6S and later, whether or not it's plugged in and charging. But the function won't work if your iPhone is face down or if your case cover is closed. Now, the second tip once you set up your iPhone, second tip is opening apps with Siri. You can open any iOS app using Siri. This is a good trick for opening apps that are installed on your device, but they may be hidden out of view in an unknown folder. To do this, simply activate Siri and use the command open followed by the name of the app. While you can open apps with Siri, you still have to physically close them by clicking the home button on the iPhone 8 and earlier, or by swiping up on the iPhone X and later. Now we're going to have a little example using my own iPhone. We'll see what happens. I have an app called Flight Radar that tracks airplanes. So if I see an airplane coming over my head, I can use the app to find out who the airplane is, where they're going, and where they've come from. Sometimes I need to open it in a hurry. So I would say, hey Siri, open Flight Radar. And she did just that. She opened Flight Radar so I can check and see what that airplane is flying over my head. Another example of opening an app with Siri happened to me just the other day. I was in a grocery store and on checkout, the clerk said, do you have your shopper's reward card? And I thought, oh my gosh, it's somewhere, it's buried, where is it? So I got my phone out and said, hey Siri, open Stow Card, which is the name of the app where I store my shopper loyalty cards. She did it and I was out of the store in no time at all. So those were two good examples of opening apps with Siri. The next tip is controlling settings with Siri. You can toggle on or off basic settings using Siri. To do this, activate Siri and use the command turn on or turn off, followed by the name of the option. Some options you can control with Siri include your flashlight, airplane mode, Bluetooth, cellular data, do not disturb, and Wi-Fi. Now you should know that Siri will stop working once you turn off airplane mode, so airplane mode must be manually turned off. I've got a couple examples for you of this. The first one is controlling my flashlight with Siri. I do this all the time outside walking the dog. I've got the dog leash in one hand, I've got my phone in the other hand, and I want to see what's in front of me. So I say, hey Siri, flashlight on. Okay, I turned flashlight on. And she did. She did that. The flashlight is now on. And of course, I have to figure out how to turn the flashlight off. So I say, hey Siri, flashlight off. Okay, I turned flashlight off. So if you use the flashlight on your phone, you now know how easy it is to control that setting using Siri. If you use the camera on your cell phone, it's also easy to activate the camera using Siri. You use the same command, Hey Siri, 
Turn camera on. And the camera is on and you're ready to go. We're moving on to tip number four now, setting alarms in the clock app with Siri. You can use Siri to set, change, or delete alarms in the clock app. To do this, you would activate Siri and do either of the following. The first thing they suggest is to set a new alarm. Use the command set alarm to followed by the desired time. You can set additional alarms with the same command. Now I'll stop here and again give you an example from my own life how I use this feature. I use it when I have laundry in the dryer and I can't hear the buzzer on the dryer when it tells me that the load is finished. So I use Siri. I say, hey Siri, set alarm to 30 minutes. I set your alarm for 1.34 p.m. And that time she mentioned is exactly 30 minutes from this moment, so I'll know when that laundry is done. Siri is good. She is very reliable. She'll let you know. But if you happen to think, gee, I really need to know a little earlier, you would say, hey Siri, change alarm to 110. I changed your alarm to 110 p.m. And using the same technique, you can also delete a previously set alarm by using the command delete 110 alarm and then she will delete that alarm. You won't hear anything. To turn on an alarm if you have only one saved simply use the command turn on alarm. If you have multiple alarms set and saved in your phone you can use the command turn on one o'clock alarm and she'll do that for you. If you have only one alarm saved and it's currently activated, you can turn it off at any time by using the command turn alarm off. And if you have multiple alarms activated to turn just one off, you would use the command turn off 110 alarm, for example, indicating the specific time of the alarm you want turned off. Siri will do it for you. The next tip they give you is number five, setting appointments in the calendar app with Siri. You can set appointments in the calendar app using Siri by activating your assistant and using the command set appointment for, followed by a description along with the exact calendar date and the time of the appointment. You do not have to indicate the year unless it is not in the same calendar year. I use Siri for this task all the time. Here we go with my example. Hey Siri, set appointment for June 21st, 2 p.m. Dr. Smith. It's on your calendar on June 21st, 2021 from 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. The appointment is called Dr. Smith. Sometimes after you tell her what to schedule, she will ask you if you are ready to schedule it, and you would confirm this by saying yes. And Siri may confirm the appointment by repeating it to you like she just did. And then she might also ask you, let me know if you want to make any changes, which you can accept by saying nothing, or you can revise it by saying change it. To delete an appointment, like this, you would say delete appointment followed by the appointment name and Siri will ask for confirmation and you can say yes to delete the appointment or cancel to leave it as it is. We can try that. Hey Siri, delete appointment on June 20th with Dr. Smith. You want to cancel your appointment with Dr. 
and Smith, called Dr. Smith, at 2 p.m. on June 20, 2021. Is that right? Yes. All right. I removed it. See how efficient she can be? The next tip is number six, setting reminders with Siri. Another way your digital assistant can make your life easier is with the Reminders app. To set a task, activate Siri and use the command set reminder to, followed by the task name, day, and time desired. To set a reminder that recurs every day, week, month, or year, you would use the command set a daily reminder, followed by the task that you want to be reminded of. To delete an item, Use the command delete reminder to followed by the item. The phrase does not need to be exact for Siri to recognize it, but it does need some matching keywords. I think we'll go on to the next tip, number seven, spelling and defining words with a built-in Siri dictionary. You need to know a definition or how to spell a word. Siri can do that for you with its handy built-in dictionary. You can even ask for synonyms or antonyms. For example, you could ask, Hey Siri, how do you spell the word mischievous? Mischievous. M-I-S-C-H-I-E-V-O-U-S. Good job on that word, Siri. If you would like the definition of a word, you can say, for example, Hey Siri, define the word gigabyte. Gigabyte means a unit of information equal to 1 billion, 109 or strictly 230 bytes. Boy, she really knows her stuff, doesn't she? Let's try her out with synonyms and antonyms. Hey Siri, what's a synonym for sofa? Synonyms of sofa are couch and lounge. It's a little hard to understand, but she did suggest that a synonym could be couch or lounge. Good job. Next one, let's try her for an antonym. Hey Siri, what's an antonym for sad? The answer I found is joy. We'll go on to the next tip. It's number eight, sending messages with Siri. It's convenient to dictate and send texts or iMessages with Siri. To do this, you would use the command text or send message, followed by the name of the desired contact. Siri will then respond, what do you want to say? You would dictate your message, and Siri will confirm the name of the contact and your message. And then next, Siri will ask you, ready to send it? And you can approve by saying yes, or you could say okay, or you could say sure. Siri will then confirm and send your message on its way. If, however, the message contains mistakes, you can command Siri to change it, which will allow you to edit the message. And then, too, if you're not ready to send your message, say no, or you can say cancel to delete the whole action. So let's give it a try and see what we can do. I'm going to try to send a text message to my friend Judy Smith. Hey Siri, text message to Judy Smith. What do you want to say? Meet you at nine, period. Is that okay? Question mark. Your message to Smith Judy says meet you at nine. Is that okay? Ready to send it? 
No, cancel. Okay, I won't send it. So once you get the hang of it, it's really easy to dictate messages using Siri on your phone. The next tip they give you is crunching numbers in the calculator app with Siri. You can add, subtract, multiply, and divide numbers with Siri in the calculator app. Siri can also perform a combination of operations. For example, you can ask her what is 4 times 4 divided by 2, and Siri will offer the correct answer of 8. Now let's come up with our own example to test her on. Hey Siri, what is 573 times 2? 573 times 2 is 1,146. Good job, Siri. Another way to use this feature is if you're at a restaurant and want to figure out the tip quickly, you could say, Hey Siri, what's the tip on $34? An 18% tip on $34 is $6.12. You can also ask for other percentages. Oh gosh, see how helpful she can be when she wants to? We'll move on here to number 10, tip number 10, making calls on the iPhone with Siri. Instead of digging through your contacts, you can use Siri to make your phone calls for you. To make a phone call, use the command call followed by the contact name. If you have only one phone number listed for a specific contact, Siri will automatically call that number. If you have multiple numbers available for a contact, Siri will present you with choices. You can select the number by saying the label, such as home, work, or mobile. You can also have Siri call a business that's not even in your contacts. And when Siri presents you with a choice, you will simply say yes to place the call or no to move on to the next number. Now I had never tried that one, so I think let's give it a shot right now. Hey Siri. Call Home Depot. One option I found is the Home Depot on Panorama Trail South. Do you want that one? No. The next one is the Home Depot on East Ridge Road, about five miles to your north, and it gets 2.0 stars. It's open today from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Is that the one you want? Yes. Calling the Home Depot. Well, I think that's just amazing. Not only does she give you a choice of which Home Depot to call, but she gives you the hours that they're open today. Good job, Siri. Well, this is the end of the article from iPhone Life magazine. It was titled, 10 Siri Voice Commands for iPhone for People Who Are Blind or Visually Impaired. But I probably think you've heard of some fun things to do with Siri. Let's give some of those a try. Hey, Siri. Thank you for all your hard work today. Right back at ya. I love it. That's Siri with a little bit of attitude. Right back at ya. If you've had your iPhone for a long time, you've probably tried this one. Hey, Siri. Tell me a joke. What's another name for Santa's elves? Subordinate clauses. Oh, dear. Did you get that one? Subordinate clauses. Got to remember that for the holidays. Here's some more fun you can have with Siri. Hey Siri, how old are you? I'm as old as the eastern wind and as young as a newborn caterpillar. Oh, I love that Siri. It's very poetic. Thank you. Here's another one. Hey Siri, 
Are you married? I'm married to the idea of helping people. Ah, that's really sweet. Now I'll try to get better acquainted with Siri. Hey, Siri. What's your favorite book? Well, I'm software, so we don't usually get to choose. Oh, I get it. A very modern Siri. She's on software. One more question. Hey, Siri. What's your favorite color? Software doesn't usually get to choose one, but I'll say pink. What's yours? Oh, my favorite color is red. Oh, like a fire truck. For some reason, everyone keeps asking me why they're red. So she's right back at you with that question. Why are fire trucks red? I have another article for you before we end the program. This came from the National Industries for the Blind NIB.org website. It says Big Tech offers easy access to real-time support. It was written by Doug Goist. If the coronavirus pandemic has taught us anything, it's the importance of self-sufficiency, or at least learning how we might become more self-sufficient during times of great uncertainty. This is especially true for people with disabilities who sometimes rely on others to be within six feet of them to assist with a particular task. Let's take a look at my friend Gary. Gary's an experienced JAWS user, and JAWS is a screen reader, and he was in the process of adding a Gmail account to his Microsoft Outlook program when he accidentally deleted his master account along with hundreds if not thousands of emails and contacts and dozens of archived folders of pretty much everyone with whom he had ever corresponded. This was not a rookie mistake. It was a simple glitch where Gary's computer cursor remained focused on his primary account rather than the secondary email account he wanted to delete. But JAWS read the secondary account information. Once he pressed delete, his fate appeared to be sealed. He didn't even get the familiar, are you really, really ready prompt that could save him. So running out of options, Gary fortunately remembered Microsoft's telephone hotline, specifically for people with disabilities. It's called the Microsoft Disability Answer Desk. It's a 24-7 resource comprised of both live chat and live phone and American Sign Language video phone agents who are versed in at least 20 different disabilities who can help users troubleshoot Microsoft products like Office, Windows, Skype, Teams, or even Xbox. In particularly sticky situations like Gary's, a live agent can, with your permission, do something they call remote in. They can get into a user's computer and quickly resolve many Windows problems and spare both the user and IT staff at the user's workplace major headaches and potential delays. This year, Microsoft added Twitter functionality to the Answer Desk, so users can send and receive Twitter direct messages while working out their technology problem. But the piece de resistance remains live Microsoft support through the Be My Eyes smartphone app. This is available for a free download at the iOS App Store and on Google Play. Similar to a FaceTime session, Microsoft support agents use the Be My Eyes to access the user's smartphone cameras and microphones and to help solve some of the most frustrating tech support questions like if they ask you, is your device LED on or off? 
Or do you see an error message at the computer startup? This Be My Eyes app can help you through Microsoft. Google has also jumped on board with Be My Eyes and, like Microsoft, offers free, live, specialized help to describe accessibility features, functionalities, and native assistance technology support for products like G Suite, Android OS, and Chrome. The Google Disability Support Team can also be contacted through phone. Apple, which has long supported people with disabilities, has what they call an Apple Accessibility Support Team that can be reached by phone. Now I have some of those support contact phone numbers for you. The Microsoft user can look for the Microsoft Disability Answer Desk. And the phone number I found was 1-800-936-5900. This is for the Microsoft Disability Answer Desk. Now, I was not too happy when I f looked for the Google Disability Support Team because basically they ask you to fill out an online form and then they will call you back. But this number might work for Google support. It's 1-855-836-1987. That's for Google Disability Support Team. And then the Apple support comes from a site called Apple Accessibility Support. The Apple number is 1-800-204-3930. So there you have it. There's a lot of support out there for you if you really need it, and maybe if Siri can't solve your problems. So now to summarize today's program, uh, yes indeed, Siri can be a lot of help and a lot of fun. I do hope you've learned some new and different ways that she can be of help to you as well. To end the program today, I have a quote for you to think about. If you always do what you always did, you will always get what you always got. Now, that was not said by Siri, but was actually said by Albert Einstein. Seriously. Thank you for listening, and I hope you have a great week.